All right, everyone. Welcome to the Staying Conscious podcast today here. It's uh, the fourth episode of the second season. And today with me, I have a guest who uh, I've been waiting a long time actually to make this podcast with him because I knew that if we're making a podcast, it's certainly going to be an interesting one. And uh, he's a friend of mine, and he's also a guy who I do coaching with almost every week. And we've been doing this now for like two years. It's been like two years, right? Welcome, Leo Kaminsky. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Appreciate the nice opening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure <laughs> having you here. Right. So, Leo, uh, we met on, uh, what was it? The Actualize.org forum, right? Yeah, I believe like in 2018 or something, when I was in Sydney, Australia, I kind of uh, asked for people around there being fellow coaches and uh I guess a couple of people answered, but you were the only one who really was interestingly enough to set up a coaching relationship with. So um, yeah. we have benefited from that, I believe, a couple of month, uh, years now from, and that was a really good decision back then. But uh, yeah, was, absolutely, was the only kind of person I've ever met online, but <laughs> and then kind of in a forum, <laughs> and that turned out into a real relationship. I really appreciate having yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Very uh, strange how it happens. Very interesting. Because <laughs> when I saw your post, I was like, all right, here's a young guy who wants to, you know, connect with coaches. I never thought that it was going to be a long-term coaching <laughs> thing, you know. But certainly, we just like, we fell into that pattern. We decided, I don't know for how long we decided to do it. I don't think we had a specific time. We just, all right, let's get started. <laughs> and we just got used to doing that the continuous weekly habit of coaching each other. And I think that's been a great well, first of all, a great practice because we're both uh, coaches. Yeah. And um, it's also been very, very effective for our goals, personally, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've benefited so much from it since then and uh, has given me way more structure in the kind of a way I approach my projects and stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's funny that it turned out into such a thing, like uh, consistent thing because, I mean, I felt that there was something special, um, especially when we started talking the first time we, because we weren't coaching, we were just getting to know each other in that first conversation. But it turned out to be like two and a half hours long or something. <laughs> very like yeah. When I was in Sydney, I don't know, time zone difference. Maybe it was kind of, I was very late, up late there and uh, got too excited to sleep that night. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Still, um, that was very nice. And yeah, I mean, since then, it has been very, very helpful. And especially when we kind of um, met each other like last year in October or something when that was and uh, decided yeah. to go like 100% serious with it. So, yeah, really appreciate right. it. I appreciate you having as my coach at times. <laughs> yeah, and same here, actually. And I think the, 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 the best thing that I believe uh, about this coaching that we've done is that we have someone who is, you know, when, when we're setting goals for ourselves, it's sometimes very difficult to follow these goals because we are the ones who are kind of responsible. You know what I mean? We have all the responsibility. And that makes it also in a way easier for us to, you know, procrastinate certain goals or whatever. But when we have an accountability partner, uh, in a way, it's a bit easier because we the, the other person is kind of expecting us to do what we have said that we're going to do so that leaves like an extra i think a good sort of pressure on ourselves and, and i believe that that's the best thing that has happened you know through our coaching that i really felt as if um, i have someone else there who also knows about my goals perhaps not extremely specifically as i do of course but you still know like the big picture of what i'm looking for and what I'm really going towards. And I hope you have felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, even more important to me than just having the accountability is always that, like kind of, as you, as you mentioned, always weekly check-in where you kind of get in touch with your goals, all the goals of someone else. And I got to say, like our sessions when you are the client kind of... Uh, are so inspiring to me as well just because it's always yeah. in that you are you're kind of in that process of thinking about your future and what's important to you and all of that how to arrange it and what's holding you back and if you just don't if you wouldn't have the coaching you might still work <laughs> towards that stuff but you wouldn't have the clarity as well as the constant reminder to just right. get into that headspace and uh, i feel that's tremendously valuable especially um 
because yeah, I mean, we are kind of similar in the th things that we pursue, but on the other hand, mm -hmm. we're kind of different in the way we think and approach things. And I really yeah. appreciate having your input all the time, be that in your client role or coach role. So definitely, right. definitely worth having such a, such a weekly anchor to think about stuff. Right. And I've learned a lot from you, you know, seeing uh, when you take the role as a client. Um, and I see the way that you, well, what, what's it called? The what, Evernote? Yeah. Called, you know, the, yeah. Like, oh, my God, there's this application, everyone listening, called Evernote. And, uh, well, it's basically uh, you can work on all your projects there. You can write that. Just I don't have the uh, application, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> but anyways, Leo is a fucking master at Evernote. I mean, this guy, he writes down everything. It's insane. All the quotes, <laughs> all the summaries from the actualized videos. Like, when I saw it, because he shares his screen when we do the um, uh, the coaching, uh, so I can see his sc uh, computer screen, and I see everything there, and it's just, it's a work of art. <laughs> and uh, that that's one thing that really got me, like, shocked. Like, oh, my God, perhaps I have something big to learn here, you know? Appreciate that. But, yeah, I know <laughs> I know it can be sometimes it's a little too much, maybe, but it's definitely something that's worth it, I feel, because it just helps you track your long-term growth so much. And, uh, right. I mean, it's kind of, it's the best thing for coaching in that sense, because I'm just uh, literally in these coaching sessions, I'm just writing out down Daniel's questions because they're just so helpful to revisit them <laughs> even when, mm. when the coaching session is over. So, um, yeah, but definitely a, an application I really enjoy. Um, obviously, there are alternatives out there, but it's best for keeping track of your notes. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And uh, well, the the thing also that I experience with um, the coaching, because I've done coaching before professionally, uh, but with you, it's been, I think, a little bit more interesting because it's been very spontaneous. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have like uh, we get a week, you know, to think about what we want to talk about. And we have a template that you created uh, where we write down in advance on what we want to work on. And uh, we also afterwards, after the coaching session, we get a chance to reflect upon these questions again. Um, and, and so I believe that this spontaneous uh, sort of coaching where anything can happen is very interesting because one week, perhaps I can have a problem with uh, my daily routine, not waking up in time. And then the next week, I, or the two weeks after, I have something totally different. So for the coach, it's kind of difficult sometimes to, to, to switch up and be like, all right, so now we're going to talk about this. But that practice alone is extremely effective because life is very complex. And that's one thing that we re truly realize, especially when working with someone else and we see their problems and their frustrations and their aspirations and how are they going to get to where they want to get. And uh, I think that that's something that really everyone should learn to master in some way. Yeah, and I mean, it's the thing with coaching is that always whenever you have a good coach and so, as a client that is really open to grow, the thing that's really bothering you and holding you back is always come out and shine through. So um, that's that's the thing right. why spontaneity and kind of flexibility also with topics is so important because one thing out of another field of life can totally kind of undermine your current project that you would like to um, kind of realize. So, uh, yeah, I mean, holistic yeah. coaching is kind of the only option that is out there, I feel. So, <laughs> great. It's all, yeah. yeah. Can be messy it, it at is. times, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure does. But I think we're handling it pretty well. That's for sure. Anyways, you, you mentioned about um, that you were in Australia. Uh, and, of course, your listener or the listeners probably don't know really who you are. So, could you tell me a little bit or the audience a little bit about yourself? What, what do you do and... Um, yeah, who is Leo, really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm 21 years old from Berlin in Germany. And um, so far in my life, I have um, kind of finished high school, um, started studying at university, which I'm going to finish next year. And uh, yeah, also went through coaching uh, education with IPEC Coaching, um, which is one of the best coaching uh, educational uh, co companies that I can recommend. Um, so whenever someone is looking out for that, um, definitely worthwhile to check out. And uh, yeah, I mean, what I've done so far is just traveled a little bit, um, have lived half a year in Australia, 
I was younger with my girlfriend. Uh, we're actually going to move to Portugal, to Lisbon for a year uh, next week. Um, so that's the next kind of chapter coming up. And uh, what, I've, mm -hmm. what I'm generally doing is just um, pursuing personal development, trying to learn as much as possible in, uh, in all the fields that are interesting to me, um, which are especially business, life purpose, coaching, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, trying to kind of uh, build up myself, my own abilities, knowledge, capacity to recreate um, something in a company and in other projects that will give a lot back to certain communities. So um, really in the learning space <laughs> and development space at this point. And, um, yeah, also trying to get as much experience of life um, under my belt as possible, also with living abroad and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's great. Do you feel like you have... Um because you're very young so but but you still seem to have many things figured out like you know a lot about yourselves it, it seems like on a deeper level well what you want to do and you're i obviously obviously noticed that in our coaching sessions as well that you're very aware of yourself and that's great uh, but do you feel like you have discovered some sort of purpose in your life or some sort of higher calling uh, or is that something you're still working on Uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's a very deep and good question because uh, I feel at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm driven by purpose um, to a certain degree, but at the same time, I feel there's way more to figure out about the concept in general and uh, how it applies yeah. in real life. So um, I don't feel as if I'm right. done with that. Not sure whether I will ever be, but uh, for the moment, I've, I'm, I got to say, I feel that when I was 16, 17 years old and about to finish high school, I noticed that there is something um deeper than most people make life to be kind of so right. a lot of people try to to simplify it not really think about what's important to them and how they can approach life and that's something that always bothered me because i felt like by just thinking about it you get way more directly and straight towards your goals that you actually want to achieve instead of right. not knowing what that is and also not knowing how how to get that kind of so um For me, it, it got very, very important to think about purpose just because I wanted to make sure that I make the most out of my time and end up mm -hmm. in a position that I feel comfortable and fulfilled by, with uh, in the end. And uh, I, I noticed that when I was 16, 17 years old and that kind of created that whole feeling of that there is something deeper to be figured out about my life, um, be the, which yeah. then obviously translates in the things that I do and the goals that I'm pursuing and stuff like that. And um, yeah, in that same, in that time afterwards, like 18, 19 years old, going through the coaching education and all of that, I kind of felt or thought to myself that I'm already having that figured out that purpose and mm -hmm. um, noticed at the same time, a couple of years later, like 20, 21 nowadays that I'm, then that, that I, there is something true to what I'm doing and the purpose that I felt was there, but it's still emerging. And um, currently I'm just exploring more interests. So um, I noticed that it's, it's, It's a, it's a process not to be rushed. Um, always obviously go with the flow, um, the kind yeah. of feelings you have, the intentions. So coaching was one thing, pursuing that, having coached, um, being a coach with other people is something that will always be there and valuable. So it's not that this is not the deepest purpose. It's just there is more to it because coaching will be right. just one facet of it. And I'm currently in the process of kind of figuring out which other areas are there and how do I bring that together in the end in a couple of years and in one brand or certain projects then to translate that in with, that, with videography or building up a personal development company or however that's going to show. And that's why I'm also in the building process still to figuring out more stuff and getting to know myself more, but obviously also um, yeah, pursuing the purposes that are already there and um, still being open to learn and uh, uncover more. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> right. And, and it's so great also that you're honest with uh, saying that you still don't fully know. And uh, that's, uh, I think that's an extremely good opportunity, you know, because I felt myself, you know, when I started with this whole uh, finding life purpose thing, I was never into personal development until like, I don't know, right by the end of high school, something like yeah, that. Same here. That was like, I, I got a I got like a glimpse of it, like through some YouTube videos, etc. Um, but I never really knew anything about it. So when I discovered about life purpose and I took the life purpose course, um, that was really because, well, first of all, my plans got uh, cut off. Like the plans that I have had about going to a certain university, I didn't get accepted there. So I had to change my plans completely. So I had like one year ahead of me where I didn't just didn't know anything of what I was going to do. So I was like, all right, there's this uh, YouTuber 
and he has his life purpose <laughs> course and uh, you know maybe I should try it <laughs> uh, and and so I did and um, I discovered my life purpose and there were other couple of other factors also playing a role there that happened in my life that really made me realize what I what it is that I want to do um, but I think that that life purpose for me the core of it perhaps has not really changed uh, but everything around it has. And um, I think that's a mistake that sometimes people make when they are trying to discover a life purpose. It's as if they think that there is this holy, a quote unquote spiritual thing that's just gonna land on you and like, this is your life's purpose. And this <laughs> is the only thing that, you know, unfortunately, sometimes people have a, a, a sort of image like that. And that's kind of funny in a way, but it's also very misleading. Because the great thing about a life purpose, purpose is that you're allowed to change it. Yeah. Uh, it's a very flexible thing. Now, the core of it, the, the reason that you want to have a life purpose is because you want to ground yourself in something, something that you value, something that you enjoy. That's really what it's about. And that's like the core of it, the core motivation. And also outside of that, to help other people and the community uh, and so on. But you are allowed to change the way that where in whichever way that you want, and uh, it's a really cool thing if you are aware of that because that does that makes you uh, not limited in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And a, a note to that um, is also important to say. I feel that obviously a lot of people come and go and come into such work also by maybe the question of uh, what is my life purpose that they ask themselves, and then they come to a point where they kind of under pressure to now nail it down to a certain thing. You know, that is what I yeah. do. And over time, obviously that changes just because you evolve, especially if you're young. I mean, um, I believe that yeah. actualize.org, um, the guy, Lee Gura, who, who invented the course, also mentioned that he doesn't do any life purpose coaching with people that are under 27 or something like that. I'm not sure what he said back then, but uh, that's for a reason, mm -hmm. just because whenever you're young, so much is developing. So um, I feel right. there's like there are a couple of pitfalls you can fall into when you're working with that question. And one would be to nail it down too much just because you feel the pressure to have to do that. And the second is also, um, I've, I've heard that a couple of times with people when they want to get to a point where they say like everything I do is my life purpose you know I'm living my purpose th through my personality and all of that which is ultimately mm -hmm. true but it's also kind of distracting because it's just so vague and general in the end that yeah. it's not really helping and um, I feel that's right. also what I noticed um, lately that um, I mean, there was the pressure in the when I was younger to come down with like one purpose statement or something like that. And I mean, that can help if you feel it resonates, but it's also limiting just because uh, life purpose is something that is so remarkable. In the end, you try to figure out what you would like to put your life's work towards and um, what you would like to right. achieve with that. And um, I mean, that can be nailed down in one sentence if it's something very specific, but it can also be broader. And if it's broader, it takes a couple of years, maybe decades, which is fine because we obviously yeah. have a lot of time. But um, yeah, I feel just that these two points are very important. Also, as you mentioned, that kind of questioning what is my life purpose and then kind of narrowing down and not being open to letting it develop because that's also where the beauty of life purpose comes towards sometimes you just need more inspiration and um maybe one last note mm. also on what you mentioned because i also took the life purpose course around the area when i was at uh, time when i was 18 years old and um mm -hmm. it's funny because you mentioned that the core hasn't changed what came out for you um just the stuff around it and that's kind of um similar to me because there is like i'm not sure which exercise it was but there were like three things that you should have come up with with um certain kind of uh, themes for your life purpose or something yeah and it's so funny because nowadays back at the time i came up with three that all resonated and i noticed it's just way too much i will not be able to pursue it and all of that so take one mm. and then i noticed now over time um over the next last four or five years that um or three years i'm sorry um that the stuff develops and i'm really coming to a point where i will be able to put all the three three themes together because the th three themes haven't changed they are still the things that really get me going and want to that i would like to put it, pursue as my life purpose it's just i needed even more time just to realize that i can really put them together because before i wasn't even able to kind of imagine that this would be possible but uh more to come about that in the future <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah exactly and like i said the core of it hasn't changed and uh for me the core 
I believe personally for me is uh, gaining awareness around things like seeing, seeing patterns, seeing habits, improving patterns that already exists. I think that's for me, that for me is the core of it. And um, on top of that, everything can be built because I think that one of my great, one of my greatest values, by the way, is curiosity. Mm. Uh, and I believe that if we stay curious all the time, constantly to what's happening in our life, then we can always try to find a sort of purpose because many things get a meaning. It's not like suddenly when we create a life purpose that, all right, now this is my only sort of mask that I'm going to wear. This is the only type of person I'm going to be and I cannot be open to anything else. No, no, no. You are not limited in that way. Now, this is something that you can do, which provides value for people and also for you, of course, in your life. But you are also allowed to be many other things. You know, you don't have to wear that mask. You don't have to create a sort of identity out of the life purpose. Um, and, and I think that was a huge relief for me when I really realized that because that made me take the pressure off. It gave me a more long-term vision. And um, I didn't have to fight with this question all the time of like, all right, this is going to serve my life purpose. You know, I was more like, all right, maybe it will or maybe it will not. So let's just try it. Wow. And that type of mindset right there for me was a sort of insight that I had when it came to life purpose during the process of uh, both discovering it and living it. That's definitely very profound. I really like that, <laughs> especially <laughs> like the part of about it, like creating the identity out of it. That's the, yeah. the most important lessons. Wow. Um, definitely, definitely a very deep and profound point right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, I mean, what the, do you think? No, yeah, uh, go ahead. The cool, the cool thing with your purpose in that sense, when you mentioned it's creating more awareness about uh, like getting more awareness about things and yourself and all of that. That's like the best foundation for a life purpose, because what I'm also sensing with you, obviously, be that in the role of the coach or with conscious motivation, it's just like you want to share that awareness that right. you gained around things and make sure that other people benefit from it. And that's ultimately what's super exactly. helpful in today's society, because we just need more awareness. With more awareness, things get easier. We don't have to um, kind of argue and debate about things that are kind of obvious and uh, just because we have more awareness and therefore a bigger picture, you know, and if more people have a bigger picture, it's easier to work towards the goals that are important. So creating more awareness on the personal level as well as the bigger picture or level of society is uh, one of the cores of uh, core kind of uh, developments we need in our today's society, I feel, for person, people yeah. individually or in that, in that complex society we live in. It's very, very true. And uh, I guess people who, um, you know, discover about life purpose, it, it can be a little bit sometimes demotivating. Well, at least that's what I experienced in the beginning, because let's say you do the course by this guy named Leo Gura. He runs a, a, a YouTube channel called Actualize.org, and he's a very big guy in the self-help industry. Um, and he made this life purpose course that basically you go through different videos and chapters, etc., and uh, you do certain exercise and exercises, certain visualization exercises, and you basically go on an in-depth, like inward self-discovery. And it's a really cool course. And I recommend anyone uh, that course. Um, but then, you know, when the course finishes, because it's, it's kind of exciting to take the course, at least that's what I remember. Of <laughs> and, but th then when it's finished and there's like this little video in the end of like an animation that's supposed, supposed to like symbolize the per like what is a life purpose it's like a short film um then I, I i felt kind of empty you know i was like all right so what's gonna happen now <laughs> i got these things i know my zone of genius i know my values i know the medium that i'm gonna work uh, with uh like what what the hell's gonna happen now and you know <laughs> that opportunity right there is fucking scary as hell but still super exciting yeah I mean how did you how did you personally deal if you felt like that i'm not sure but <laughs> what did you feel after you took the course and you were like all right let's go what what really happened there i believe i i put up a lot of resistance first of all to get started <laughs> just mm. because you have no plan how to get started i mean I, in the end if you want to summarize it what that course does it gives you so many cool concepts about life and life purpose that are really helpful whenever you are on a path like that and second it yeah. helps you start to dream about the things that you actually want to do and um 
I don't know, but mm. it, it, it does a very good job at connecting you to the real core of what you want to do. So that's fantastic. But at the same time, because you get so excited and you have such a viv vision now, be that vivid or a little bit more um, vague, and you just have that vision that excites you in the end. And once you are in that point, you want to start, but you just don't know where, because usually that vision is big because he really uh, urges you to dream big, um, which right. obviously, on the other hand, makes it super difficult. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I can totally relate to that. I just, I mean, I was just lost when I'm, to, to be honest, I didn't know how to start, what mm -hmm. to do. I was about revisiting the exercise and all of that. But the cool thing is also because it's just such a long-term project, it's not even about your response in the first year, I feel. So, <laughs> I mean, I right. I noticed lately, like two or three years later, that, that, that I could have done a couple of things better, for example, to to really get started building my skills. And I mean, that's one of the lessons of the course. But on the other hand, it was super difficult to put it into kind of action because at that time, it wasn't 100% sure which skills I want to build. And second, I wasn't sure how to build them. And third, it's uh, that whole process of making sure, okay, let's just invest one year to build a certain skill. And obviously, that's just one little minor piece of a big, big puzzle. So you feel like if I already like put into one year into that, when how when I'm gonna when I'm gonna when I'm when when I will be gonna I'm sorry when I'm gonna finish with that project because it's just mm. it's just so much to do and um, yeah so I could definitely relate to that but I'm curious how did you get started like what did you do after the first first four four months in that of that uh, finishing that course <laughs> yeah um, very interesting thing that you said there um, well well for me personally I um, I was I was gonna get a job first of all. That was like my number one thing. I set certain goals because uh, I wanted to kind of test the idea of uh, goal setting before I started like really going into my life purpose. So I wanted to kind of experiment. So I set a couple of goals for myself, personal goals, and after a few weeks, I reached every one of them. And this was like a strategic plan that I had. And I had never really done anything like this before unless I was like studying or whatever. But like such personal goals in quote unquote real life and out there. So when I realized that, all right, it's actually possible to be very strategic towards setting a goal. And it actually feels good reaching these random goals I'm setting. And they don't usually have perhaps any meaning in terms of... Um, you know, what others find meaningful or whatever. But for me, they are very meaningful, these small little goals that I'm setting. So when I realized that, I was like, all right, this life purpose course that I've taken, how can I use this course and what I've learned and put it in a strategic plan? So what I did was that I started to break up everything into smaller pieces. I just like, all right, I want to create a YouTube channel because I chose a video making as my medium back then. And I put it right there. All right, create a YouTube channel. That's like the first step. And then what's the next step? Perhaps learning more about talking to people. Where can I find <laughs> that? All right, perhaps I need to start meeting new people. Set a goal like that. And, you know, broke everything into smaller pieces and one little action plan that could perhaps evolve into something else. And then somehow everything just kind of, you know, like a spider web, just kind of connected together. And uh, I was like, all right, this perhaps is actually something that's very tangible and it's actually working. And, um, well, I started going deeper into coaching and uh, I took, of course, the, um, the coaching certificate and uh, the people I connected with there. Because I remember when I did uh, those weeks of uh, the educational program that, oh, my God, they were so open minded <laughs> and they were so like... It, it was insane. First of all, I was uh, I was the only man there, so and they were all like older women, so it was kind of strange. <laughs> but but still, everyone we created this energy together that was just crazy, and uh, I started to connect with every one of them. I started to talk more personally with them, and I realized that there are people out there who have similar interests as me, and perhaps I should focus on finding them, and they can help me. And then. I started a sort of new stage where I started to connect more with people. And that's also where I got the uh, coaching clients and I started to market conscious motivations uh, to people I knew and uh, yeah, to uh, people I met. So that's kind of the story, at least what I remember specifically <laughs> from it right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, that's obviously a lot happened since then, but it's, it's fantastic because what you just said is that you started out by 
um, kind of setting these goals for yourself, being strategic, all the things that I wanted to do that the course teaches you to do, and that I wasn't able to yeah. come, pull out, pull up like right yeah. immediately after that thing. So it's so funny because actually that whole uh, life purpose course it's so rich in information and uh, into in wisdom like about someone who has gone through the same kind of journey but in the end i at least was just, was just able to absorb a kind of a max wisdom right away because a lot of these lessons i had to kind of revisit for myself um and um i mean as i mentioned for example with being strategic it's something i wanted to do and i mean i wanted to be long term and stuff like that but at the same time i wasn't really kind of willing at that point to really invest long term and just focusing on one certain skill for a year or something which would have been very very helpful in the beginning so um yeah i'm curious have there been like has there been any lesson that you like obviously learned in the course because he definitely shared it but it's just tough mm. because you had to revisit it yourself you weren't able to put it into action right away um I mean, there were certain things that I was a little bit unsure of how I was going to put it into action. For example, my values. I was like, what, what is the purpose really of me knowing these values? And I know that he explained about it, but I still couldn't really connect it. So basically what I realized from that was just like, do the things that makes me happy <laughs> and understand what those things are. Like, what is it? For example, freedom is a value of mine, but what the hell does it mean to be free? And I had to go into like experiment with the value a little bit. Yeah. And uh, for me, I realized personally, just freedom is about having choice and opportunity. Uh, and if, if you cannot control your opportunities or your external uh, circumstances, then it lands upon you. You have at least a choice and the freedom to accept the moment as it is you know, and knowing that you cannot do anything about it. That's also an inner sort of freedom. And I started to go deeper into that. And it's still something that I'm working on, really. And uh, sometimes I have many, like, existential questions in my head that makes me, like, stressed and worried. And I'm like, oh, well, what does this mean? You know, and sometimes, at least people who are very, um, like, sometimes into themselves, And uh, they, they have like a, a very big inner life, uh, I call it. Um, and there, that can cause problems sometimes. Uh, I, and I've noticed that for me specifically because I sometimes I'm too much in my head. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I, I'm thinking too much about things and about life. And sometimes that can be an opportunity for me, but sometimes it can also limit yeah. me. So me trying to figure out my values is re really me trying to figure out myself still. So I'm also I like, like in the midst of the process <laughs> and I have no idea what it's going to evolve into. Uh, but it's going to be really exciting to see what's going to happen, though. Yeah. And I mean, especially the value work never changes or never stops because it's just it's an ongoing process. And I mean, even by you changing your yourself so much and growing um i mean even in age just i mean it's it's ridiculous to believe that a person who is 20 years old has the same values as someone who is 60 years old just because there's so much that right. changes in these 40 years and in the interest and in the kind of desires that you have in between that it's just it's outrageous to think that it's ever that's ever going to stop and i mean in the end it's also not about okay i mean you have 10 values and you're only limited to them these 10 It's, it's more like you try to get your priorities right whenever you think about your values right. because they help you to, yeah, then just uh, use that as a compass in, in all the endeavors that you take and in all the projects you start and see whether it's the right thing and it's aligned or not. And uh, I mean, I right. feel you have done a great job, especially growing also in awareness about what's important to you. And I mean, I feel it's the start of all personal development work because everyone who wants to develop themselves or their life towards something has to figure out what's important to them and no one can do right. that work for you. So um, definitely an ongoing exactly. process all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. And you were very right there what you said about you know being flexible with the values. But sometimes also I can personally feel as if... Um, Sometimes we, we need principles in our life. Mm -hmm. We need certain codes of ourselves that we want to follow. Even though it might not feel good in the moment when we're like, oh, yeah, I know I have this value, but like right now I really want to blah, blah, blah. You know? But no, this is the higher value that you, that you have, and you have to separate your lower self and your higher self. Even though those things might not like physically exist, 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but still, you, you can kind of know your patterns when you are in your quote-unquote lower self and we, when you are quote-unquote in your higher self. And uh, you w- want to strive to be in that higher state or that higher frequency or whatever you want to call it as much as you can because that's when you're the most fulfilled, you're the most happy, you're the most careless, you're, you're not selfish, and you just glow, really. <laughs> and I be- believe in order to reach that state more often, I'm not saying we can always be there, not sure, <laughs> but to reach it more often, we need certain principles that we follow. Yeah. But- Would you agree on that? Or do you think that's... Uh... I mean, so certain people like principles and certain people do not like principles. That's why I'm asking. No, I mean, principles are always important. That's for sure. Um, I'm actually just mm. thinking about what you shared there because, uh, I mean, I don't feel that you can be in that state all the time just because I feel, I mean, maybe that's just my current perspective, but I feel that whenever you want to be fulfilled, there's something that you have to overcome um, because then you get that feeling of feeling proud or knowing you have done the right thing and stuff like that. Um, and mm-hmm. that's why, because in these situations, you sometimes have to even ask, first of all, do what, what is difficult in order to be fulfilled afterwards. That's why I feel you cannot be in that state all the time, obviously, which is also not yeah. the goal. But anyways, um, yeah, I feel that it's definitely true to have principles as your guideline. Um, and that's, that's, so, that's so true for life. Also, just to understanding where you're at. I mean, I feel if you don't have principles, you just don't know why why certain things are happening to you and why your results are the way they are just because you are not honoring the principles or you're not aware about them. So definitely um, principles are important. Um, I'm just curious about that thing that you just mentioned because mm-hmm. this whole thing about higher and lower self, you you kind of gave the, the kind of premise perspective that or default perspective that it's always better to be in the higher self and everyone wants to be do that. I'm curious um, if someone would come to you and say, you know what, I don't want to be in my higher self. I don't want to ha- work hard. I just want to sit on the couch, eat Cheetos all day or whatever, and uh, kind of yeah. enjoy myself. What would you think uh-huh. is in the in the in that? What is the main kind of thing in the person's way of reasoning to make sure or to kind of understand that this is actually the thing that makes them miserable long term instead of fulfilled, and that this might. Difficult question, obviously. Oh, that's, a, that's a great question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, um, I, I think that if they, because when they are, you know, doing that thing that you just said, and they are in their lower self, but, but do you mean that they are already in their lower self when they're doing that? I mean, I know you, a lot of people that? who just don't want to work hard. You know, they just think, okay, I yeah. mean, I'm young. I can eat stuff that is unhealthy. I can do and waste my time on video games or whatever or do whatever mm-hmm. stuff that makes me happy. And that, I don't know, it's just like they don't even think about that there would be another way out there. And if I, if you dare them to think about it, it's always, no, why? That would be outrageous. I just want to enjoy myself. That's the best way yeah. to live life. So, I mean, I'm curious what these, what, what you feel is in their way of reasoning in that situation. Right. Well, I think that each is own, you know, each is own <laughs> because there is nothing wrong with that, what they're doing. First no, of all, there, there's not. nothing wrong with that. If they want to do it, they can do it. Now, it's, I, I know how you and I would be thinking. We don't want them to do that, that type of thinking almost, because we want to see people grow. Uh, but, but in a case like that, um, I believe that they don't know any they don't know any better. They say that they enjoy it, but perhaps their reasoning of what enjoyment is is false because that's not enjoyment. That's not long-term enjoyment. That's just, you know, very short short-lived uh, hedonic happiness. <laughs> uh, so perhaps they have not experienced the other thing and perhaps they have had glimpses of it but they don't care about it like they don't see that as a priority and i don't think that's their fault i think it's the media's fault and it's a, a bunch of circumstances around that, that are ca- causing them to do that and they just fallen into a certain habit that's who they believe they are so when you say to them or when we say to them that hey you can do something else that's in your higher self they don't see that as a positive development they see that as something strange and outside of themselves, and they don't want to leave themselves. They don't want to leave who they are because you don't want to die, basically. You want to live. 
So it, it's all really about the survival in the end on that point. What do you what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I feel it's a very complex question, obviously, to answer and not possible to mm. do that in uh, in two or three minutes. But um, I feel that it's uh, what you said there. There were a lot of good points, um, to kind of key points to go into there. Um, but I mean, first of all, I don't I don't ever talk someone out of their own way of life obviously so right right whatever, as you mentioned each his own so if, if he wants to do or he or she wants to do that it's totally fine um the thing that i noticed though is that and that's the thing that that frightens me a little about these situations sometimes is that i feel it's not a conscious choice it's not that these people um, re like kind of just view their own life from kind of a scenario in the future or something they never really question that way of life and therefore And I, I, I'm always curious what what kind of keeps them from doing that even once. I mean, it's not that difficult yeah. to think about your life uh, for at least 15 minutes. Uh, just like, how is it right. going to turn out if I live my life like that? So mm. uh, what I'm always so fascinated by is what was the point for me in my life early on that kind of created that exciting vision for me, which other people haven't experienced yet. Like what is mm. what what kind of makes other people be okay with a life that, that might might more be on that yeah i mean don't want to call it lower self and but just like not like not too inspired you know i don't want to judge the, this kind of lifestyle at all but i just feel yeah. it's something where you not really work towards something it's just like you're completely right. enjoying the present moment as you mentioned on that hedonic hedonic basis and mm -hmm. i mean you can do that at times obviously but like some people don't have anything that that pulls them towards achieving something big and i'm always so curious what yeah, kind yeah. of got me on that path and what <laughs> what is holding other people back to just have that experience once i mean it's not that that you have to do that every right. day especially in the beginning but what's holding you back from having that even once right exactly and maybe 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 people have had those type of inspirational moments i mean we've all had really yeah most likely um but 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 it's just that they perhaps they see those things as not a part of their life, really, perhaps, or or maybe they have some other definition of what inspires them, you know, because what inspires me might not inspire someone else. They might be inspired by following a certain TV show. Maybe <laughs> that's their their definition of a uh, inspiration, and you know, if we're gonna question about that it go it goes into a kind of philosophical debate right there yeah and um it's more i think it becomes more of a spiritual question i mean because really there is there's no, nothing wrong with any on an objective level there can be no right or wrong in that sense so whatever way that they live their life and if that's quote unquote bad in a certain perspective then uh, in the absolute, there's nothing wrong with that. And if they feel like they want to do that, they can do that. But I, I 100% agree with you when it comes to, you know, gaining life experiences and try to create something big. It's just a question of do they want to or not. And if they don't want that, then that's totally valid. But there is always ways that we can improve. And the question that I always land upon uh, in a, uh, during a discussion like this is, Do you want long-term suffering or do you want long-term fulfillment and happiness? And then you got to understand what fulfillment and happiness is all about. And of course, they're going to choose fulfillment and happiness. And then we can tell them or they, they can be reminded that what you're doing right now is not going to cost that. So you have to change something. And perhaps that could open up a sort of idea. Yeah. Uh, You know, in that way, or just other circumstances that just happens. But but it's it's extremely difficult to help a person who don't want to help themselves. <laughs> I think that's the number one thing. Whenever I had a client before, the no, they even had to sign a sort of um, contract before. Yeah, it's like so they had to agree on what that if I gave them an exercise, they were going to do it a hundred percent, and there was going to be no doubt about doing it. Uh, because I think that the the curiosity and the open mindedness that's like the main component when starting anything. Because if you're not willing to change, if you're not willing to sacrifice something of yourself, then you're not going to be able to gain anything. Yeah. Um, 
yeah i mean that's that i mean especially for coaching it's something that's super important and i feel that's uh, like sign, letting them sign such a such an agreement is definitely important um yeah maybe to to summarize also my point a little i noticed that just while where you were talking that that it's not that this this whole thing of uh, kind of living that i mean we it's also very generalities that we're talking here but if someone is yeah. not in that inspired mood um in general not working towards towards something big i just feel it's so sad sometimes because there's so much potential within every single person i mean the cool yeah. thing about life purpose is that you really literally can do anything you know you don't have to become a yeah. coach mentor <laughs> like mentor build a company around it or something you can do anything the right. the only thing that is requested of you is that it's something that you truly enjoy and that on the other hand on on a kind of objective level it's something that really supports a certain cause that is helpful for the development of humanity so that's kind of the two conditions that you figure out when it comes to life purpose and i mean the sad, the, the sad yeah. thing is that i feel a lot of people are just wasting all this potential that they ha would have if they would just think about it once or twice and fig make sure that there is something out there they would like to create because i mean whether this is music in the end any other sort of artwork or whether it's practical things you want to build infrastructure for society or politics or sports or whatever it is you want to do there is just so much that society would benefit from people personally would become more happy from that and third it's yeah. just going to help and strive society's development and i feel yeah that it's i mean the comfort of li comforts of life are nice but it's sometimes tough to yeah to just accept that uh, that they are there and kind of holding people back so much from just thinking about their own potential and the abilities that they would have so um yeah right kind of to make that point like close that a little absolutely bit. <laughs> <laughs> i totally agree and um also it, right but that's the thing people cannot see their potential in it they, you can never see your potential in advance really you can never know at least not maybe in the future there will be a sort of device that can, <laughs> that can scan your entire body and be like all right you could do best at this sport you could do best at this and this career and blah 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 <laughs> uh, but of course there's nothing like that and so you have to figure it out for yourself you have to kind of blindly trust your higher vision however crazy it may seem if you think about it and as bob proctor usually put it if it scares you and excites you at the same time it's worth pursuing <laughs> uh, and the question always remains is it possible to reach it well you'll see you'll have to break it up into smaller pieces of goals and you know and see the development very long term because it's a long-term thing so it's kind of like going on a sort of hero's journey Really, I, I, I see that hero's journey and life purpose is kind of the same thing. Um, so in, in that sense, I believe that uh, if people really would see a glimpse of what they could potentially be or do, that would increase your motivation like a lot. And that's why it's important to listen to motivational speakers, to listen to people who actually work with these kind of things, because they know what it's about. And if they have the right technique, they can inspire you and they can help you and they can coach you. And I think that's really a powerful thing. So for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the funny thing also is that sometimes, and I have that as well, is that when you don't know what your exact passion is or what your life purpose kind of content will be all about, then it's also funny. Mm -hmm. You can also become that person that just watches these motivational videos, tries to get excited, has so much energy, but just don't know where to put it to what. So <laughs> um, right. have you ever experienced something like that? Um, yeah, you mean like how to kind of uh, preserve the motivation that you get? No, even, the short even further, like before the Life Purpose course, I just, I was that in that space, like, okay, I, w I, I watched these videos and I got really excited to do something. I just didn't know what, you know, just because I haven't, like, I didn't know that coaching was a passion of mine or personal development in general was a personal of mine oh. or like sports, what I'm doing and stuff. So right, I was like, right. oh, I'm excited, but what to do now? <laughs> Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I didn't really know either. For some reason, it just kind of landed. Um, everything just landed upon personal development. I got interested in the idea that you can improve yourself. So I want to help people improve themselves. But I do want to do it in my own way, the way that I've uh, kind of learned and the strategy that I've been using. Um, so for for some reason, it just kind of landed landed upon that in the end. Uh, but all that, you know, excess motivation that I had beforehand, 
the, it kind of motivated me to ask me the question of what is it that I want to do and really explore that because that's the first thing that has to happen. You cannot start from like zero and then just go to, all right, so now I just know what my life purpose is. There has to be an, a, a process to discovering that you want to discover your life purpose. You know, that's also a path and a bridge. And I think that one, that might be the most difficult one because when you actually ask yourself the question, what is my life purpose? And you're willing to take on that journey. You're like, you're golden. You're already there because you've already started. Uh, it's the path before getting to that point. That's extremely difficult. Some people are lucky. Uh, I consider myself very lucky. Um, and uh, I'm very grateful for that. I found my life purpose, at least in the relative way. And now it's probably going to evolve, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I uh, think. Yeah. Uh, how, how, about, how about you? Do you think that that transition before uh, discovering that you want to find your life purpose and from zero, like, how do you cope with that? How, how can you really bridge yourself onto that next level? um oh that's i mean that's a difficult question um first of all i always feel that it's super interesting to see uh certain people becoming very passionate and excited about a topic and so motivated to work towards it without knowing personal development because um, yeah i mean it's uh, what personal development basically does and all this knowledge is just it helps you to understand what is out there, what you're doing, where some people just do it. And that's also fine because it can create amazing results, especially, for example, with sports athletes who start working out very hard and like, uh, basketball players, tennis players, whatever, um, who, who really just have that motivation. Um, and they don't even have to know the concept around it. <laughs> and right. then it's going to lead you towards the success. Um, they just have to implement it. And I mean, obviously, in a later stage of their life, they always learn about it. But they oftentimes do that even before they know about it. And for me, it was kind of a little bit the other way around. So I mean, I, I wasn't the most passionate or like excited about stuff. So usually what I was doing was once I not, got to know personal development, I knew these concepts, and now I wanted to put them into action. And uh, in my scenario, I kind of knew that I wanted to do it. I just wasn't sure exactly what would it be because I didn't know that, for example, I wanted to be a basketball player or tennis star or music, musician or whatever. So now I had to figure out what mm -hmm. it's going to be. And then coaching came along and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was a lot uh, learning and studying and then obviously combining personal interests um, and personal goals of uh, experiences in life with, with topics that inspired me. And uh, I really enjoyed helping people getting insights. I feel that's something that's the most rewarding thing you can do, just having someone else benefiting from wisdom or a reflection of themselves by asking them a high-quality question or whatever. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm not yeah. even sure whether that was a 100% answer to that question, but um, that's kind of the way it worked out for me to really first study the concepts and then noticing what other things that really inspire me and that I want to become good at. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. I think that sounds very, sounds cool <laughs> because uh, that, that's exactly, I 100%, I agree with that 100% really. Um, and I believe also, you know, when, when people, like I said in the beginning, life purpose really is something that you create, you know, through exploration, through taking risks. And uh, it's a journey, it's a long-term process and, no one is setting any expectation on you anyways. You know, no one is, you know, we have, I, I know we are accountability partners. <laughs> uh, so we just put a little bit of expectation at least, and that could be good as well. But otherwise, when you're on your own journey, when you're on your own lonely route, then there's only you. You have to be your own coach. You have to be your own boss, so to speak. You set your standards. You set your principles. And you decide what you want to reach. And if you don't reach that, then, you know, at least you tried. You can always do better. You decide always in the end. And that's really the, the coolest thing about it, that uh, you are in charge and you, you know that as well. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm curious, after all this conversation we've had about life purpose, um, what would you recommend someone taking as the first three steps when they now discover or come to that point of saying, okay, I would like to get into that work. So what would be the first three steps for that person? All right. So first of all, great that the person wants to get into the work. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, if the person really 
really want to start, then the person has to realize that he or she has to be open-minded to invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, purchasing a life purpose course. Uh, I don't know from who, but usually they are, <laughs> they are not that pricey, really. I, I've compared some different courses online. They're not that pricey. Um, and that little investment can have such a tremendous effect on your life. So seek a professional, really, because there are people out there who has already done, uh, who have already discovered their life purpose and teach other people on how to discover their life purpose. So go to them if it's possible. Uh, second, um, really try to give yourself a long-term perspective, have a long-term vision, you know, and it's going to be really, really inspiring. Make it, make it as inspiring as it gets. And really attach yourself emotionally to that vision. And you have different techniques of doing that. You have affirmations. You have visualization techniques. You can write it down. You can journal, whatever. I use journaling because I was always reminding myself in the journal of what I wanted to reach. And the third step is uh, meet like-minded people. Meet people who share the same interests as you. Meet people who you think are on the same path as you. And... Uh, I think those are the, the three things that I would recommend. What, what, what do you think are the three first steps? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, these are definitely good starting points. Um, uh, I mean, also it depends highly on, on someone's kind of uh, idea. I mean, if, if, I mean it, it, if, again, it depends. If someone comes in and says, okay, I have no clue what I want to do. I just want to uncover my life purpose. Then obviously these are very great steps. For example, if you have someone who is, very passionate at a young age about a certain topic, um, then just do what you go, what you want to do, <laughs> because no matter because in the end all this stuff we're talking about life purpose and working towards this is just gonna be helpful to really do what you already know you would like to do. So what we're trying to help with the life purpose work is to try to make people more passionate about their, their own lives and make sure that they work towards projects that inspire them. And uh, what. Right. Uh, what I feel would be first three great steps is definitely, first of all, get a proper understanding, especially if you don't have a passion yet so far, um, that you feel it could be your life purpose in the end. Really get into the work and understand what the concept is and also which kind of necessary principles, as you mentioned before, are required in order to work for, work move forward. So, for example, buy the life purpose course uh, from actualized.org. Take life purpose coaching if you need that. can also be helpful. Watch videos. Educate yourself. So... That's kind of number one, um, get an understanding about it. And second is um, definitely, as you mentioned, work towards your own vision. I mean, once you will have that vision, which is ultimately what you are now seeking, if you are just working towards your life purpose, you're seeking a vision for something that inspires you. And um, yeah. once you have that, um, which also can be difficult, work with coaches, work with yourself, maybe it comes naturally to you, then you're gifted. And um Last but not least, um, try to put it into action. And I mean, for that, it's it's really difficult. Um, I mean, like-minded people can be helpful for sure, but I feel you will meet them anyways along the way if you really pursue your life purpose. Um, I feel yeah. that kind of naturally pulls you towards them. So I feel the third thing would be have have a consistent approach to work towards this life purpose goal that you've set out for yourself. Something like, it's like have weekly reminders, be that a weekly coaching session, be that um, just yourself putting time um, together where you always work towards that thing. If that's music, work every week on, uh, on kind of practicing your skills and stuff. But really get started to work towards it. And um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, this is like a very, very simple process now in, in the way it sounds, um, which is very sophisticated in the end and can take up 10 years of your life easily. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. uh, for, uh, even just like studying life purpose as a concept and getting to know yourself better in terms of self-awareness and your vision can take up five years for like easily. Yeah. And it would be, wouldn't be bad invested five years because in the end you come out with a very profound understanding of what you would like to do as well as how to get there. Like So that, that yeah. can really, really make the foundation of a fantastic life. So don't be shy to invest five years towards that. But um, yeah, I mean, that would be my kind of five first step, kind of get to know life purpose, yeah. start, build your vision and then have a like consistent practice towards building it or actualizing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 
Yeah, so everyone listening who uh, don't know what a life purpose is, at least I hope now that you know. <laughs> and I, I'm very, very happy that we had this uh, conversation, Leo, because I think that we really discovered many great things about, uh, well, really what a life purpose is. I discovered new things. I realized new things about life purpose that I haven't even thought about before, really. <laughs> so so uh, I even feel excited now to continue upgrading and updating my life purpose uh, and hopefully making it better. And uh, I hope everyone who listened enjoy. If you enjoyed this podcast, please uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Conscious Motivations. Follow me on Instagram, Conscious Motivations. And also follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcaster. Uh, thank you very much for joining, Leo. I hope you've had a good time. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, it was definitely, it's one of the most helpful conversations always having with you. So, um, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, feel, I'm sure we're going to have many more of these conversations. Um, and um, yeah, it yeah, was, was my first podcast ever. So really comfortable conversation <laughs> right here. I hope I was a good guest in that sense. And, uh, awesome. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, if people want to know more about you, uh, do you want to advertise any uh, social media, Any anything else that you want to... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, first of all, people can find me on Instagram, obviously. Um, Leo, Leo.legacy um, is kind of my Instagram name right there. And um, if you want to know more about me, I'm also, I also got my own website, leo.kaminski.com. Um, so you should be yeah. able to find me right there. And um, yeah, if everyone ever, ever wants to get in contact, I'm more than happy to just have a chat, first of all, um, about whatever topic regarding life purpose, personal development that people are interested in. And also, if you want to learn more about coach training education with IPEC, for example, I'm here. If that's something that people get passionate about, um, definitely yeah. open for chats. So um, yeah, thanks for having me. Great. Thank you, everyone. Take care and remember to stay conscious. <laughs>